Hello, I'm Larry Markowitz, welcoming you to a special bonus episode of Spotlight Aisha, the podcast series presented by Aisha, the International Association of Young Lawyers. Today, we'll top off Season 3 by transporting you to Rio de Janeiro, site of Aisha's 61st Annual Congress. The event is slated to take place from August 21st to August 26th at the Copacabana Palace Hotel, and if you register far enough in advance, discounted fees are available. I've been to Rio, and I can attest to the vibrancy of that unique city, from the views from Sugarloaf Mountain and the Corcovado, to the world-class beaches of Copacabana and Ipanema, to the Brazilian culture and energy. So I strongly encourage you to arrive early for the Congress, or stay later, or both. But you must not miss the actual conference, whose theme is Rethinking the Law in Four Dimensions. And who better to explain this concept than the four academic coordinators of Rio 2023. Joining me from Amsterdam is Anouk Rossiel. Anouk is a partner at Denton's Amsterdam office. She specializes in dispute resolution, mainly corporate and commercial litigation, and arbitration. Great to speak with you again, Anouk. Thanks for having us, Larry. And from sunny and summery Sao Paulo, Brazil, Paulo Nasser. Paulo is a partner at M. Nasser Dispute Resolution. He has extensive expertise in domestic and cross-border litigation and arbitration and advises Brazilian and multinational clients in complex cases involving corporate and commercial matters. Paulo is also a professor of contractual and tort liability in a master's degree program in Sao Paulo. Welcome, Paulo. Hello, Larry. Thanks for having us. From the European capital of Brussels, Sophie Lenz. Sophie is a counsel at Altius, one of the largest Belgian independent full-service law firms. She specializes in intellectual property matters with particular expertise in trademark and patent litigation, anti-counterfeiting and parallel trade matters, as well as trade secrets. Her legal practice also includes unfair market practices and advertising, as well as drafting opinions and contracts in IP-related matters. Bonjour, Sophie. Bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour. And last but not least, from the fashion capital of Italy, Milan, we have with us Armando Perna. Armando is a lawyer and businessman with expertise in restructuring, distressed M&A, and corporate litigation. Welcome, Armando. Thanks, Larry. I'm really excited to be here. That's great. Well, let's get started. Anouk, the Congress theme is rethinking the law in four dimensions. What exactly are those four dimensions? Well, Larry, from uh, a physics perspective, I guess the three dimensions that we can perceive are length, height and width. So the three coordinates we all need to locate a point in space. And the fourth dimension would be time, allowing for a point to be observed over time and from different perspectives. And this exact concept is the basis of this year's academic program of the annual Congress, because we are asking the delegates to approach prevalent legal issues from different perspectives. So time is key. So Sophie, how will you treat the time element? Well, as you said, the time is really the key element of uh, this year Congress team. And because, you know, as lawyer, we are very often uh, called upon by our clients to intervene after the facts have happened. And our role is then often limited to assist our client and to help them uh, to react to these facts. However, reacting to external facts is never really ideal when you run a business uh, because it means having to adapt your business to a situation that 
you didn't really choose, you didn't really foresee, which whether the situation is, you know, contentious or purely regulatory situation, well, it will necessarily entail cost and time to deal with uh, and to adapt your business accordingly. So by integrating the fourth dimension of time uh, within the usual three-dimensional uh, thinking that we use, uh, we can proactively anticipate the challenges that our clients are likely to face in the future and in the light uh, of the past, we can then imagine today the solution that will enable our clients to face set challenges tomorrow. So it's just about using the past to help our client to integrate into their today's strategy, the keys and the tools that will enable them to be ready. Well, at least to be better prepared for tomorrow's challenges. Now, Paolo, Sophie just mentioned clients. How will a client factor into the theme of the Congress? The client is at the center of the academic program this year. At past annual congresses, we discussed the lawyer of the future and the future of the legal profession. Now it is time to focus on the final recipient of the work lawyers and law firms perform, the client. Advising clients, Larry, is the primary reason why lawyers exist. Our clients face new business hurdles and legal issues daily in an increasingly changing world. Sophie has just said that element of time would be key in Rio. Our purpose is to invite Rio participants to embark on a journey where our brains will be our time machine. It will serve to predict the challenges to be faced by our clients and their businesses in five years, and of course to develop legal solutions to meet these challenges. So when we talk about time, Paolo, we're talking about a five-year time horizon in, in the case of this Congress. This exercise, Larry, becomes vital in a world where stability is no longer the world, and our clients are subject to constant changes in circumstances directly impacting their enterprises. It's, it's realistic. It's not pie in the sky. I mean, most of us will still be practicing law in five years. Now, uh, Armando, the last two annual Congress topics were innovation and the future of the legal profession. How does this year's topic follow on the heels of the previous two topics? Yes, there's always a fear rouge between the topics of the annual Congresses of Asia. This year's topic is the natural consequence of the previous two. Zurich was the first hybrid Congress after the pandemic. Everyone was trying to figure out what the future would have been, and innovation was the perfect topic. Then the question raised was, how will our profession be shaped in the future? That was what we discussed last year in Singapore, and with great success, by the way. Now the new challenge is to anticipate legal issues, like Paolo mentioned, that are likely to dominate or impact our clients' specific areas in the next year to come. Be it from an economic, financial, regulatory, humanitarian, environmental, or other relevant perspective, this will be done all together as one giant business legal think tank in Rio. It sounds very multidimensional, and, and speaking of multidimensional, Anouk, Aisha is comprised of 21 commissions, each representing a different area of legal expertise. 
How are the commissions being implicated in, in this project for the Congress and what have they been proposing so far? Well, I think this Congress will be truly commission driven. We want to offer delegates uh, academic content that will drive their practices in the near future, that five-year window that you were just talking about. Uh, we really want to enable them to become thought leaders on the topics that actually matter to their clients. Um, and we think that commissions are best placed to assess what those future developments will be in their fields of law. So uh, it's them who are driving the content of each session. But it's still early, but what do you think we can expect at a typical session during the Congress? Um, well, on the format of the sessions, we've given the commissions free range on the manner in which the, the session is set up. So delegates can expect workshops, speeches, interactive sessions. Um, but when it comes to the content of the sessions, we are already super excited about the initiatives that are being developed. Um, so expect to get true foresight on the topics that will lead to the legal discussion in the future. Um, and maybe to give you an idea, we will be exploring a world where traditional currency no longer exists, where supply chains are net uh, zero on emissions, uh, where real estate exists in the metaverse. And uh, maybe more importantly, we will find out what legal solutions we as lawyers can provide for these future issues. And you'll have interactive sessions, I guess, uh, workshops, uh, that, that sort of thing. Uh, the, the audience will be involved, uh, I imagine. Exactly. Well, it depends on each of the sessions. They uh, they can all have a different format, but definitely there will be a lot of audience participation. Paolo, you're in Brazil right now, so the Congress is basically being held on your home turf. Will there be a special focus on topics of interest to those doing business in South America? It's my home turf, Larry, and I can't hide my excitement with Rio 2023. AIJA is always thoughtful in promoting the expansion of its boundaries and exposing its members to diverse social, legal, and business backgrounds. Brazil is the largest economy in South and Central America, the third in the Americas just behind the USA and Canada, and has the 12th GDP worldwide. As a result of this, Larry, lawyers from all around the globe would need to advise their clients on doing business in Brazil and Latin America. Also, and more importantly, it would be expected that lawyers could predict specific challenges their clients would face while doing business in Latin America. The Congress will attract local lawyers, and this will undoubtedly foster discussions on issues affecting businesses in Brazil and South America, of course. It's a perfect scenario for delegates to exchange legal experiences and learn together. If members have any ideas on specific topics of interest that may fit the program, we encourage them to liaise with session coordinators and make their suggestions. As Anouk mentioned, this Congress is truly commission-driven, and we expect delegates to actively participate in shaping the program. That's great. Truly international. The, the I in Aisha will take full effect. Um, law is often seen as a reactive profession, and uh, we fight about fact patterns that have already occurred and we argue based on precedent. Um, Sophia, a question for you. Uh, do you think it will come naturally to lawyers to switch focus and instead of looking backwards, instead they would be predicting the future? Nope. 
<laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's natural. Sorry, but however, <laughs> you know what? I'm convinced that in today's world, where you know everything is moving so fast, and uh, the market and the legal framework are becoming more and more sophisticated by the day. Well, it's necessary, and it's even, if I may say, indispensable uh, that we will, you know, maybe not predict the future, but at the very least that we will try to anticipate more the challenges uh, that our client will be facing in the future. So in the long term, maybe you can ask again your question and it may become natural, but today it's not, but uh, it's still necessary. Armando, uh, we're coming to the end of the episode. It's time for closing arguments. Why should young lawyers attend the Rio Congress? There are a lot of reasons, Larry to be honest. The first reason to attend the Congress is not that Rio is amazing, and it is, of course. The reason is neither the Aisha spirit, which is amazing, and we all know that. The reason, I think, is that in uncertain times, lawyers need to be a step ahead of the change. And this is something that can be done only if we rethink our approach and share our views. We all need to find a way to be adaptive. If you think four-dimensionally, the only lasting things on our are the most adaptable to the change. So Rio's Congress will be a great chance to do so and to learn. An excellent closing argument, I'm convinced. Uh, traditionally, at the end of our podcast episodes, we do a, a recap. So uh, we're going to do that. And Sophie, by popular demand, you've been charged with giving us three takeaways from this episode. What should we remember? Well, only three. You know, I like to speak, so I would have liked to the opportunity to say more. But if you force me to choose only three, well, the first one will be uh, the innovative nature of uh, this year Congress team because we are not just asking the delegates to come and to tell us about what they know uh, about a given topic, and I'm sure everybody knows a lot, but we are asking them to come together in a kind of like, I'm going to say, like a giant legal think tank to share the experiences of the past, to share the knowledge of the present, to come up together with possible solution uh, to their clients tomorrow's challenges. Um, that's the first. Then the second point, it's not really, you know, a takeaway uh, from what we have just discussed because we didn't even uh, talked about it yet. But mm. there you are. Uh, here it is, is that it's rather something nice and fun that we thought uh, of to take the exercise behind beyond the year uh, Congress. And in doing so, I really think four dimensionally all the way. It's a time capsule. Uh, so at the end of the Congress, we'll put all the predictions and all the solutions that were imagined by the commissions during the panels in a time capsule. And we will open that time capsule in, you guessed, five years. Uh, mm -hmm. So it will be open uh, during the 66 um, Asia Congress, uh, which will be in 2028. I will be overage, but hopefully they will be give me a free pass just to see I, the time I, capsule. And where will the Congress be? Can you predict that? No. <laughs> well, uh, you will Premature. check the time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a scoop there. Uh, there's a time yeah. capsule, which I think but is a great only, idea. Only yeah. DAC will see what's in the time capsule. So. Ah, so you'll have to be there in five <laughs> exactly. years, regardless. And what's your what's the last takeaway? So the last one is uh, the focus on client. Uh, as Paolo pointed out, uh, the lawyers would 
well, we then we would not exist without the clients. So uh, I think, and we all thought at the time we came up with the, the team that it's good to put the clients back at the center of the debate and of our concern. And so we are here to talk about them and to focus about what they need. That sounds great. Thank you, uh, Sophie. And, and, and thank you all. Anouk, Paulo, Sophie and Armando, thank you all for sharing this information about what's going to be a very exciting Congress. You're welcome. Thank you, Larry. Obrigado, Larry. See you in Rio. See you there. Gracias, Larry. Prego. Uh, well, this has been the closing episode of Season 3 of Spotlight Aisha, a podcast produced by Aisha for young lawyers across the globe. And we'll be back for Season 4 later this year. If you like what you've heard and wish to be informed of future episodes, follow Aisha on our social media channels, or you can simply download Spotlight Aisha wherever you find your favorite podcasts or at aisha.org. For all of us at l'Association Internationale des Jeunes Avocats, this is Larry Markowitz wishing you safe travels to Brazil. See you in Rio and have a great day. <laughs>